everyone. This is Minnie again with a brand new episode of our podcast, You Speak. I'm so excited to introduce my guest to all of you today. Her name is Kristen Larson, and she's the founder of BelieveInABudget.com. As the name suggests, she has become quite a guru in budgeting. Kristen worked as an interior architect and designer. In 2015, she started her blog journey. She was also doing a lot of side hustling to make some extra money. However, she worked hard diligently to understand the social media world and found her niche. Six years later, she's a successful full-time blogger, business owner, and Pinterest marketing expert. Kristen also offers a few e-courses on her website, which we will be talking about them in a bit. She has been featured on MSN, Money, US News and World Report, CBS, Discover Card, to name a few. I'm so eager to talk with her and listen to all the secrets of her success in the blogging world and especially on Pinterest. Let me welcome Kristen Larson. Hello, Kristen. How are you? Hi. Thanks so much for having me. That was such a kind introduction. Thank you. Um, I'm so honored to have you on our show today. So before we start our conversation, I wanted to give you a brief background of our audience. So the majority of them are women involved in the field of transcription and translation, and most of them work from home by choice. So, all right, let me start by asking you, would you please tell my audience something about you? Yeah, I think you did such a great job summarizing me. I'm like, I need to write this down because I don't have this. <laughs> but no, I love it so much. I would definitely say that I am an entrepreneur. I did start with Believe in a Budget, which is my first, my personal finance blog website. And then that transitioned over to Pinterest VA, which is a skill I learned that I turned into a website to help other women. And then I have a third one, which is fairly new. Um, back in the day as one of my side hustles, I used to bake and sell dog treats. And even though I don't have time to do that today, I was like, you know what, I should turn this into a course where I teach other people how to do this and sell dog treats online or in person. And so now I have Diva Dog Bakery. And that's been super fun and like a really great creative outlet, which I've really enjoyed doing these past several months. Perfect. Wow. Wow. That's great. So, uh, so tell me, why did you leave your interior architect and designing business and start in writing blogs? You know, that's so interesting because I, you know, you go through high school, I'm told I need to go to college, I go to college, and then I get a great job. And so on paper, things look really good. But in person, I was just really tired of working for someone else. It wasn't that I didn't like what I was doing. I loved what I was doing. I just didn't like doing it for somebody else. I really struggled with, I think, authority, which sounds crazy because I do follow the rules a lot. Um, but I had a really hard time saying, you know, can I please have like a day of vacation or can I take a week off? And I was always met with an answer of, you can take the time off, but your team is going to hurt without you here. And then I had a lot of guilt about using my vacation days, and I just struggled with all of that. And so once I started my blog, and it grew a lot, a lot faster than I ever imagined, I, 
I was finally able to walk away from my day job. So it wasn't that I didn't enjoy my field of experience. I just didn't want to work for somebody else anymore. I just really struggled with it. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And uh, tell me how long you worked as a designer before you switched uh, to blogging? Oh, gosh, um, maybe 10 or 11 years. So I was really at the peak of my career in terms of my income and earning potential. And I was getting really depressed about that too, because every time I would look for another job or just start to explore my salary, I couldn't find a way for my salary to increase that much more. And all I could think about was, oh my gosh, am I going to have the same salary for the next like 30 or 40 years? Like, is this it? And I just got really depressed by that. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> sense. So, and also, uh, um, I think during that time, you also did some uh, side hustles. So um, what kind of side hustles you did to have some extra income? Yeah. And you know, that's the whole reason I started Believe in a Budget was because I was like, you know, I'm doing all these side hustles. I'm going to share this online. And even if it helps one person, I'll be super excited because I had to do a lot of side hustles and a lot did not work out. Like one of the hardest side hustles, I don't know, some people are so great at this. It did not work out for me was I donated plasma. They had this they have these programs where you can do, donate plasma and it's so great and you can help all these people. I tried it twice and I fainted and needed medical help both times. So the money I made from it, it didn't pan out. I just, it was, I just couldn't do it. It was horrible. I was like, this is not good for me, but it's good for other people. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to share it on my blog. And that way, if someone else can go out there and donate plasma and make money and help other people, awesome. So yeah. that was the hardest one I ever did physically. <laughs> that was hard. But the ones I really liked, I have, um, I'd say I have three favorites. One was mystery shopping. That was really fun. And that was, it started off very low level where, you know, I would get paid to go to a restaurant and monitor how my lunch went and how was my server and did people greet me that was one of the ones I did so you would get paid to go um, like shopping and then reimburse for whatever you purchase like within a limit that was fun and then on the other like high end of it I would do like a hotel stay so I got to go stay somewhere and that was really cool so I loved the mystery shopping because I got to try a lot of new things that was a really fun side hustle Another one that was really quite lucrative was being a dog walker and pet sitter. Um, it didn't feel like work. I love animals and I would get paid pretty well to go walk a dog for like 20 minutes or go check on a cat at lunchtime or whatever it was. That was great because I had a lot of clients that would contact me over and over again. So it was almost like I was getting recurring income from the same clients. So that was really fun. And then the other one was really just taking my existing skill set, which was interior architecture, and doing some consulting work. So I'd get paid for like an hourly, like giving someone like a consultation for an hour or suggestions. And so I kind of just took what I already knew, put myself out there, and they were all just very diverse. So um, it was fun being able to try everything and then like document it online. <laughs> okay, so do you have this... Uh... Do you still do that on, uh, do you still offer this service on your website? Like this um, uh, interior designing thing is that like on a side, do you still do it or it's like totally gone? Um, no, I don't do it at all. Um, okay. 
My okay. husband is an architect and I see it enough. <laughs> where <laughs> I just am like, nope, I'm done. I don't want to know anything else. I've just totally checked out of it. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I enjoy it. I like seeing other people do it. But uh -huh. for myself, I've moved on from it. Um, but it's, if I ever had to fall back onto it, I'd be great at it still. Because <laughs> I do like it. I moved on. Yeah, and I was not aware of this mystery shopping. So I, I will do some research on that. I had no clue that people pay you to do that. Oh, that is so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. There are so yeah. many companies you can work with. And you kind of start low, like you kind of like work your way up. So your first task would be, you know, maybe you go to the grocery store and you take a picture of like an item on a shelf and that's it. And you're like, cool, I just made $10 and I had to go to the grocery store anyway. And then as you grow, I mean, they have some where you could apply to be like on a cruise, go to a resort. Mm. Like there are so many fun things you could do. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, how and when did you find the power of Pinterest? And how soon did you start using Pinterest once you uh, found about it? So I feel like Pinterest has been part of my journey for so long without even realizing it. So I can remember, I want to say it was around 2010-ish where Pinterest was created and you actually had to fill out an application to join. Like it was invitation only. So oh. you couldn't even get on it way back in the early days. And I think I had to wait like two weeks to get accepted. And then once you were in it, it was like, wow, what wow. is this? And then it was like that for about, I think, maybe two years. And then it became open to the public. So I had been using it since it debuted online. And so it's, I'm in a, I felt like I was in such a great position because I'd use it for four or five years just as a user. And then once I started my blog and started to use Pinterest for blogging purposes, I felt like I knew how to use it right away. Like I knew, okay, I know these are the kinds of pins I like. I know how to write a catchy description. Like I definitely felt like I had an advantage because I'd been a user on it on the platform for so long. So that definitely helped me. Okay. All right. So, um, and I'm sure you have been asked a lot of times about my next question, but to tell you frankly, I'm also not very familiar with this and I'm sure some of my listeners also would like to know more about it. So what is a Pinterest virtual assistant? Okay, so the first thing I'll tell you is that a Pinterest virtual assistant does not work for Pinterest because I get that question a lot as well. Oh. So that's something to remember. A Pinterest virtual assistant works with clients who use the Pinterest platform. And you're gonna work with clients that wanna be on the platform strictly for marketing purposes. So the same way you might create a Facebook business page or an Instagram business account, that's what we're using Pinterest for. It is for business. You can actually create a business account instead of having your personal account. And once you have your business account, it gives you access to like analytics and all those fun things that kind of stuff. But the great thing about being a Pinterest virtual assistant is you can offer so many skills. And what I really like about it is that you can take your existing skill set and figure out what skills you want to offer. So like for me, um, you know, very visual, creative. I love designing pins. You could have a full-time career designing pins for clients. And your clients could be people that have like a Shopify store, an Etsy shop. They could have a blog. They could have even like a brick and mortar store that sells, that has like an online aspect to it. 
So you can design pins. That's a really great skill to offer that pays really well. You can also get paid to set up somebody's Pinterest account. They might be like, I don't even know what a business account is. You can get paid to go and set that up. You could set up all of their boards on their account, all of their pins. You can set up scheduling. You can do an audit. Like let's say you have a client that says, hey, I've been on Pinterest for two years. Is there anything I could be doing better? And you can go in and spend some time just auditing their account, figure out what's working, what's not working. So as a Pinterest VA, you're not just offering one service, you can offer a multitude of services, whatever is best for your personality. So like I said, I'm creative. I tend to go after things that are, you know, how does it look visually, like pins. If you are someone that like, you know, data and spreadsheets, you might work with a client and help do keyword research, figure out what's the best SEO we need to use for your account. So there's just a lot of different things you can do based on your personality. Okay, so this, uh, your designing background must have helped you here to create all these pins, right? So. It did. I think I had a big advantage with that. And once I started working with clients, I really honed in on offering pin design. So, I mean, I can't even tell you, I would get these accounts where you know, the contract would call for a thousand pins. And let me tell you, it takes a long time to make a thousand pins. And so I loved it because I can remember very clearly sitting at a coffee shop and being like, I cannot believe this is my life. I am literally designing pins this entire week for one client. And I think it's, they were, I think they had a, I think it was a jewelry store. And I learned all about rings, like diamond rings, like whatever kind of rings they were. I learned about them by creating a thousand pins. I was like, this is very fascinating. <laughs> so I was like, this is, I just loved knowing that's what I was doing. It was just so different to know I could get paid to do that is crazy. Yeah. And then at the same time, you're learning other stuff also, right? You are, uh, yes. Now you know everything yeah. about uh, diamond or, uh, you know, jewelry. <laughs> the jewelry business. I know. I was like, well, this is an extra skill I didn't know I ever wanted, but now I have it. <laughs> It, it's it's amazing like it's like uh horizon is so big you just keep on adding uh things to this so wow yes i know you definitely a lot of diversity which i really like yeah okay so do you think it's a good work at home job for someone i do i think you can work from home i think you can work while you travel i think as long as you have access to wi-fi you can work anywhere and the other thing I really love about working as a Pinterest VA versus some of the more general like social media jobs is that Pinterest is not time sensitive. And that's something I try to tell all of my students because let's say you're managing someone's Facebook account, which is a great skill to have. A lot of times you have to be able to respond to uh, the like an inbox on Facebook or like the DM or reply to a comment you've got to be able to respond pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, Pinterest isn't like that. Like it's not big on comments or sending messages. So a lot of the work we do, it's not time sensitive. You can schedule a lot of it out. There's no usually like, there's no big deadlines. You don't have to worry about that kind of thing at all. And that, that was really appealing to me as I started down this journey is, you know what, I can do this during the day. I can do this at night. It does not matter what time of the day. I have to worry about what time zone my client's in because nothing's time sensitive. Yeah, then actually this makes it a better work at home job, I would say. Because I think that too. And especially, um, you know, like we don't have children yet, but I know a lot of our students do. And so for them being able to hop on the computer while their kids were down for a nap or at school, 
you know, that's been really helpful for them as well. They can work in like bits and pieces to kind of get the job done. Okay. All right. And would you like to share your journey from being a Pinterest virtual assistant to becoming a Pinterest expert, actually? Yeah. So I think it really comes down to practicing, continuing your education, continuing to learn and experience. So for me personally, the more clients I worked with, the, the faster I was able to really get a grasp of what Pinterest is all about. So you have to work with a variety of clients because no two clients are ever going to be the same. Pinterest just isn't like that. So for me, the more accounts I could get control of, the more I could practice pinning, the more types of pin design, I could kind of get a feel for, okay, this is what's working. This isn't what's working. And then when I'd work with another client, I'd be able to be like, okay, well now I know how to be more efficient because I made a couple of times that like time mistakes with the previous client taking too long to design a pin. And I know I could do it much faster by creating like these templates. So there's a lot of things I learned. I'm just practicing, which helped me become more efficient. I think that's a big thing. If you want to advance from like being a Pinterest VA to then a Pinterest manager to a Pinterest expert, you've got to be efficient. And I think while you're being efficient, you're also saving money. So a job as a beginner that might've taken me eight hours to do as a Pinterest expert, it might only take me four hours. But if I'm charging my client a flat rate, it doesn't matter to them how many hours it takes for me to get something done. They just want to see a finished product. So for me, the more efficient I became, the more skilled, I was actually saving a lot of money. I was able to get a job done in half the time. I could, you know, have a bigger profit and then go help and work with more clients. So I think that's, that's been huge. It's just the learning and practicing and getting the experience. And so how long it took you from uh, actually starting uh, as a VA to becoming an expert? So how many years, I would say? Oh, it was fast. So in the beginning, so what happened was, you know, even though my blog was all about side hustles, I wrote this blog post just about how amazing Pinterest is. And this case study showing all these screenshots of Here's what happens when you use Pinterest. You get all this traffic back to your site. This is increases your sales and your revenue, all the things. So after I wrote that blog post, within a week, I had several different bloggers reach out to me asking to hire me. And so I gained experience real fast. I would say within a matter of a few months oh, after wow. I worked with those bloggers, um, I mean, and I said yes to everybody. I, yeah. at the time, and I don't recommend this, I mean, I wasn't as concerned about my income and how much I was charging a client. I didn't even know how much to charge. That, that was hard. I definitely did not charge my value, but I got a lot of experience. And within a matter of just a few months on these accounts, I was able to transition to um, businesses. And some, these, some of these businesses have bigger budgets. And I was able to charge more and get more experience with them. And now all of a sudden I go from working with bloggers to businesses that have shops, you know, I worked with, um, you know, like children's toys and spas and authors, like all these bigger types of people that I had never been around before. Mm -hmm. So my experience level grew really fast. And I would say probably within a year, I was charging pretty high rates. Also, at the same time, there wasn't anyone else doing what I was doing. So it was really, I didn't have any competition. So that also helped me, you know, for the most part, just landing every single client. Being a Pinterest VA, no one had ever heard of that. 
I just kind of called myself one because I didn't know what else to call myself. So I went to expert, I would say, you know, within a year because I was working with so many clients. Okay, that's, uh, that's quick. And I'm sure you're very smart and you are good at that, <laughs> what you are doing. So a uh, quick learner, huh? <laughs> yes. You know, and I think my biggest thing is being definitely an overachiever was I was so worried about making sure my clients got results. I probably spent too much time on their account versus what I was paid, but I just wanted them to succeed. I wanted to prove my worth. I was just willing to put in whatever it took to be successful. So when I wasn't at my day job, I spent all my free time learning as much as I could about Pinterest, working on my client's account, doing whatever it took to make sure I was going to set myself up to walk away from my day job. Perfect. Good. Good for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was uh, uh, um, on your website. I found out that you offer a few e-courses also. So what kind of courses are those? Yeah. So since 2016, which is so exciting, we have had our signature program, which has become a Pinterest VA today. And that's the one where we teach you basically how to start a side hustle as a Pinterest VA. So we're going to help you land your first couple of clients. We want to help you make one to $2,000 a month. It's just something fun for you to do in your spare time. And then recently we watched, launched a higher program, which is more like one-on-one -on -one coaching. And that's really exciting. And this is for someone that wants to do um, transition from being a Pinterest VA to a Pinterest expert and just do this full time, like how I was doing it. And so that's been really good because now we kind of get both ends of the spectrum from someone who wants to be a, you know, who starts off as a beginner. And now we have people that are, you know, have gone on to make six figures. We're getting to work with um, clients like that or scaling from four figures to five figures and then five figures to six figures. Mm -hmm. So that's been really, really fun. That's Pinterest Expert Business Academy. That sounds very official because we take it very seriously. <laughs> we do so much one-on-one -on -one coaching and lots of homework assignments and we do lots of reviewing of materials like that's very very hands-on and then I'm excited because in a few weeks we're launching kind of our middle of the road program which is our Pinterest manager academy and that's for all the people that are kind of stuck between that PVA doing it in their spare time but they're not ready to quite be a Pinterest expert and do this full-time but they want to be able to make you know maybe three to five thousand a month so this is real. I'm excited about this because this has been a missing puzzle piece for a long time. And we're just trying to figure out how do we help people truly scale like at every level if they want to. So I love it because now I get to talk about like the beginning and the basics, the expert stuff, the middle of the road stuff where you're kind of like stuck and you don't know how to keep moving forward. So I'm just so excited. Well, good. So when do you start this new one, new course? This will come out in the fall. We're going to be celebrating, which is so crazy, our five-year anniversary of Pinterest VA. I cannot believe this has been five years. Like, my life is so different. We've helped over 4,000 students. Like, this is just so exciting. So this is going to be one of the new, um, like, something new we're going to be celebrating this fall. And I can't wait to share it with everybody. Well, congratulations on that. And uh, um, wish you all the success with your uh, whatever new venture you are starting. So uh, also, uh, so what kind of advice would you like to give to someone thinking of starting their own business? This is such a good topic. I was just talking to, I have two team members, um, well, different team members, but yesterday I was talking to Jessica and Kim 
they have been with me for probably three to four years. And they work with me part-time, but they also have their own businesses, which I love. Like, I'm very supportive of, hey, come, you know, work with me, but have your own thing. You know, we can all do amazing things. But we were all having a specific conversation yesterday talking about what was it like for us in the very early days of our business? Like, what, like, what did we do that could help other people? And I have to say, the overall general consensus was you have to show up and put in the time. <laughs> We each put in probably about 20 plus hours a week mm. because we wanted to be super, super successful. And I would say that's what really set us apart. So if you don't have 20 hours, that's fine. Like we were all in an urgent rush to each leave our current positions and do something different. So we were probably more on the extreme side. But I would also say you can't put in an hour of work a week and think you're gonna have a full-blown business. I don't think it works like that. I don't know anyone that can kind of come in, put a little bit of work in here and there, and then be like, well, why don't I have any clients? Like you have to be consistent. You have to show up. You have to treat it like a business. It's not a hobby. Like we're here to make money. And you have to just put the time in. And the hard part is in the beginning, you might feel like you're putting in all this time and you're not like, you're not being rewarded for it. You're not, you don't have a client yet. You're not making any money yet, but it'll come. You just have to put the work in. Like if you work hard, like you're not going to fail. So I really just think you have to show up, even if you have to get out your planner and say, you know what, I'm going to set aside an hour every single day and maybe two hours on the weekend. And I'm going to like check things off my list of something new I need to learn to be successful. You can do it. So you just have to show up. Yeah. And you have to commit to certain hours, right? And then be persistent. Kind of, you, you do. Yeah. You can't just work for like a month and then be like, well, I haven't made a client yet. I'm going to quit. Like, yeah. and I've seen that happen. And I'm like, no, I'm like, you cannot give up. Like you're in the beginning stages. Like, I can't remember what article I read, but they said, you know, people who have a traditional like brick and mortar store, they would put in like 80 to 100 hours a week to be successful. And a lot of times they're, they wouldn't be successful till like year two or three. And I'm thinking, okay, you guys, like, listen, students, just put in a few months of work and it's going to work out. <laughs> like we have it way easier than some of these big businesses, mm -hmm. right? So you have to just show up and be consistent. Yeah, yep. That's, that's the key to it. So uh, before I ask my next question, I wanted to tell you about what we do here at TCI. We offer an online training program in general transcription and we have a job board that matches transcriptionists and translators with transcription companies seeking such services. We also have uh, accuracy assessment tools for newbies to test their transcription skills. So my next question is related to this field. So how do you rate, um, how would you rate transcription as a work at home career? Oh my gosh, I love it. And I'll tell you why, because we work with someone to help us with all of our videos. So one thing I realized to grow our business is that we need to have closed captioning on all of our videos. I find that, you know, a lot of times you might watch a video but if you can't see the words and you need to have it on mute, like if you're like, I can't see how many times I'm watching a video on my phone where I'm supposed to be doing something else and I'll have it on mute and I have to see what they're saying. <laughs> so being able to see words on a video is huge for us. 
it helps us attract so many more, um, such a bigger audience because we're providing that extra step. So a lot of people, you know, might just put out a video, whatever, but when we can have it transcribed and people can go ahead and watch whether it's a 30 second video or some of our workshops are, you know, an hour and a half, which is like a huge file. Yeah. Um, it is so important because someone might not be able to like listen to it out loud. So I think it's extremely valuable. And I know it's been so great to provide that for our existing students and our potential students. So I think it's an excellent work at home career. I mean, that's just one thing. I know there's so many other things you can transcribe, but for us, that is where we have really shined is bringing somebody in like that to do that for us. Great, great. You, um, that's, um, that's one of the, uh, I think you got it to your advantage. Uh, and, um, you know, um, it, many people doesn't have that much time to just look at the whole video and then uh, listen to it or watch it. So having a transcript in their hand will definitely um, expedite the whole thing. So, okay. yeah, I think it's super valuable. Um, what else was I going to tell you? Um, and I like the other thing is I don't know if it's time sensitive or not. Like I know with us, we usually have, um, we send it out and then she gets it. We say, you know, we'd like to get it back in, you know, X amount of days or um, we need to get like a rush on it, which we don't usually work like that. We're not we're really like in a rush, mm -hmm. but I do think it's such a great skill. Like if someone does need a faster turnaround, I'm sure you can charge higher rates for that. Like there's just, yeah, it just seems like such a great opportunity. Like the possibilities of, are endless of your clients. Yeah. Like it's just amazing. You're right. Okay, so uh, I have a few fun, you know what? Are you ready for a surprise round? <laughs> oh, I like surprises, yes. <laughs> now I have a few fun rapid fire questions for you and you cannot take more than 10 seconds to answer them. So Okay, I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the talk starts now. Which is your most favorite city in the world and why? Nashville. I always wanted to live here. I just love country music and I made it happen when I quit my day job. I moved here in 2015 and I love it here. Oh my God, I am in Nashville too. That's so funny. <laughs> what? You're in Nashville? I, I work from home and we just recently moved to Franklin, Tennessee. Like, I'm in Franklin. Oh my God, then I will connect with you. It's, <laughs> it's a small Okay, home. we'll go have coffee at like Frothy Monkey or something. Definitely. I was not even aware of that. <laughs> oh, I know. Me neither. I thought you were in a different state. I, I don't yeah, know why I thought you were in Washington. Uh, our headquarters is in Ellensburg, Washington, but uh, in this COVID period, uh, I'm just working from home and I still have a couple of people there, but I, I, I just moved here recently. Oh, yeah, well, what a small world. Welcome. You are going to love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving it. The people here are really nice. <laughs> Super, super nice. So, okay. So, uh, so remember, it's a 10 seconds, right? So, Kristen, okay. pantsuit, jeans, or sweatpants? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about us going to coffee. What did you say? Okay. <laughs> I said uh, the next question. Kristen, in pantsuit, jeans, or sweatpants? Oh, my gosh. Sweatpants. Are you kidding? <laughs> Who wears anything else but that these days? <laughs> Ice cream or chocolate? Oh, Ice cream. It's been so hot outside. We've been going to Sonic to get like an ice cream cone and it's been amazing. <laughs> okay. Kids or dogs? <laughs> oh, we have two dogs. So I would say dogs. 
<laughs> Which one food did you refuse to share? Oh wait, what do I refuse to share? Which one food would you refuse to share? Oh, hmm. I oh gosh, I don't know. Pizza, like a slice of pizza with pineapple on it. I don't think anybody else would want that anyway. Oh, I but I that. feel like I, I would get protective over it. My pizza. I just love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I probably would discard it. Okay. And your most favorite movie and how many times have you watched it? Oh, Dirty Dancing or Grease. I would say it's a tie. I feel like I watched them both as a little girl. I can recite the movies and they both just make me super happy. I just love them both. So you are into uh, musicals, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Probably should have watched either of those when I was like five. Looking back, they're probably not super appropriate, but probably went over my head. And I didn't really understand what they were about, but I love them. Okay. And who is your all-time favorite Disney character? Oh, Eeyore. Forever. I have Eeyore mugs, Eeyore stuffed animals. Okay. I always liked him because he was kind of depressed. <laughs> and, okay. and I just related sometimes to him. <laughs> if you invented a time machine, what would you do with it? Where would you go? Oh, I'd probably go back and, oh gosh, go back and visit any relative that's passed on. So either my grandma or my grandpa. Okay, that's so nice. Okay, if you could have dinner with anyone in the world, who would it be? Okay, I love Kris Jenner. I feel like Okay. The Kardashians get a lot of like bad rap, but Kris Jenner is a genius. She has figured out how to make all of her children billionaires and they do all the things and she manages all of them. And I feel like she's really smart. She has this one quote she always says where she's like, if someone tells you no, then you go find somebody else who's going to tell you yes. And I love that. I love that. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This was so much fun. I want to keep asking you, but too bad we are almost out of time here. So, well, this wraps up my conversation with Kristen today. Besides the fun answers, we have gotten some excellent blogging advice and tips, plus all the secrets of Pinterest, which will help anyone who is looking to start their own blogging business. I personally learned, learned a lot about Pinterest and will definitely use this powerful tool. So before I let you go, Kristen, would you like to tell our audience how can they they find you? Sure. Just come say hi. I'm at PinterestBA.com or BelieveInABudget.com and just come over and say hi. Okay. Perfect. I wish you continued success with all your ventures and the new one and uh, all the best. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. I so appreciate it. Take care and stay safe. Bye. And I will uh, con connect you for that coffee. <laughs> I will not Yay, thank you. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you in real life. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right, everyone. I look forward to our next installment of You Speak. Take care and share this with anyone who may find it interesting. Please check out our website at www.transcriptioncertificationinstitute.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Bye and have a great day. <laughs>